Well, good morning, Citygate Church and all of our online guests and happy new year. Welcome to 2021. And I am believing God that this is gonna be an incredible year. God will show himself strong. He will perform his word. He will pour out his spirit. He'll work in your life and whatever you sow, you're going to reap in Jesus' mighty name. Well, we've just started the month of praying and fasting. And, um, you know, to pray and fast is a very powerful thing. It doesn't change God, it changes us, and it changes our circumstances. And there was a man in the Bible who really was a man who fasted and prayed a lot, and his name was Daniel. In fact, he's got a whole book in the Old Testament. And it's a very prophetic book. And um, I just want to turn to one verse as we launch into 2021. And it's a verse that I believe... Um, I'm not saying it's a prophetic word for this year or anything like that, but it is a word that I wanted to start this year with to encourage us and to strengthen us as we run into, with every bit of, of, of faith and expectation we have as we run into 2021. And it's found in the 11th chapter in verse 32, and it's in the middle of a prophetic word that's going on about what the enemy's doing and what the nations are doing and you know, turning against God and all of that going on. But it says in Daniel 11 and in verse 32, it says this, but the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. The Amplified Version says it like this, but the people who know their God shall prove themselves strong, shall stand firm, and they shall do great exploits for God. What an incredible verse. It's saying, even though the world is going down the tubes and all sorts of stuff is going on, but there's a group of people who have a relationship with God and because of their relationship with God, they stand strong. They prove themselves strong and they carry out great exploits. As we think about this today, I want you to release your faith. I want you to open your heart. We covered last Sunday about the good seed going into good ground. Come on, I declare our lives to be good ground today and that the word of God is going to go in and it's going to bear fruit in our lives through the rest of 2021. As we pray and fast, as we sow our first fruits at the end of the month, as we go through this year, come on, I believe God wants to show himself strong and that the people of God, that Citygate Church, are going to stand strong, we're going to prove ourselves strong and we're going to do great exploits for the glory of God in Jesus' mighty name. Okay, just three or four things really here today. The first is this, it says, it says but the people. This is open for anybody. This is open for anybody, we understand, who know God but this is for anybody. I don't know how you see yourself going into 2021. I don't know if you see yourself as insignificant or you can't really do much or you know, perhaps you're insecure about certain things. Oh, I can't this and I can't that or I won't this and I won't that. Come on, I want to encourage you today that you know, King David said this. He said, for by my God, I can run through a troop and I can leap over a wall. If you're a Christian today, if you've said yes to Jesus Christ, because there is a dividing line, I can't get away from that. There's the people that are in the kingdom of God 
who have said yes to Jesus Christ and then there are people who have never said yes to Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter if they go to church or are nice people. If you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, then the Bible clearly says that you're not yet in the kingdom of God. There's only one way to get into the kingdom of God and that is to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. I did that in 1984 at the Fairfield Halls in Croydon. Um, I went, I didn't really believe in Jesus. I, I thought there was a God, but that night I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. God's word really exploded on the inside of me. And I said, if there is a God, then I need to know this is the only opportunity I will ever give you with my life. And it's as if I was just absolutely baptized with God's love and God's grace. And I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. In that instance, the Bible says we're translated out of darkness and into light, out of the kingdom of the world and into the kingdom of God. And from that instant, we are a Christian. We have eternal life. We can call Almighty God our Father and Father, Son and Holy Spirit move in and make their home in our lives. The Bible says we become the temple of the Holy Spirit. God doesn't live in a building. He lives in, in, in the human heart that has said yes to Jesus Christ. And that's the group of people that this is talking about. It doesn't say you've got to have it all together intellectually or emotionally or financially. You don't have to be a super Christian. This isn't speaking to some elect group of people. It's saying, you know what? Anyone who knows God, anyone who said yes to Jesus Christ, as we head into 2021, if you've said yes to Jesus Christ, you are a part of the people of God. And that people is a strong people. The Bible calls us a bit of a peculiar people. That doesn't mean to say we're strange and odd and, you know, a bit sort of crazy. It means we're different from how the world lives. The world lives for greed. We live for generosity. The world lives in pride and arrogance. The church lives in humility. There's a difference. The people of God, those who know their God, the people of God. Friend, I want to ask you today, are you confident in who you are in Christ. That's an expression we've used for years, to know who you are in Christ. If you went through all the verses in the Bible, it says, of those who are in Christ, but in Christ, in Him, in whom, in God. These expressions are all the way through, especially the, um, after the Gospels, explaining who we are, describing who we are. When you've said yes to Jesus Christ, greater is he that's in you than anything you face in this world. If you are a son of God or a daughter of God, the Bible says God has given you the power to become a son or a daughter of God, to receive God on the inside of you, to be born again and set free. The Bible says when you receive Jesus Christ as Lord, you are set free. I know we talk a lot about, you know, we need to be set free in certain areas. But the fundamental truth is this. He who the sun sets free is free indeed. And that happens on the day you give your life to Jesus Christ. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where is the Spirit of the Lord? He lives on the inside of us. So friend, I want to encourage you as we start this year that you're a child of Almighty God. Almighty God is your Father. If you've said yes to Jesus, that wherever you go, God walks with you. The Holy Spirit is around you. He's filled you. He's upon you. You are a person of Almighty God. That's something to get excited about. We're not apart from God. We are with God. 
We're not estranged from God. The Bible says he's destroyed the dividing wall and he's brought us back together with God through the blood of Jesus Christ. He did it. I didn't do it. He did it by his grace. But now with every bit of confidence, I can approach his throne of grace and say, Father, I thank you today that I'm a child of almighty God. And that strengthens me on the inside. That causes me to lift my head in victory. Why? Because I know that everywhere I go, God walks with me. The second thing that we find here today, it says, for the people who know their God. We've already talked about the fact that that's a relationship and we need to be born again. But then it's something that we need to develop. On the walls here, we've got you know, a number of things on the walls. And the first one here is that we are to know God, K-N-O-W. We're to know God. And that's something to develop all the way through our lives. All the way through. I've been, uh, you know, Sharon and I have been joyfully married now for 33 years. This is our 34th year in 2021. And it's been a developing relationship. It didn't all happen in the first five minutes and then there's been no growth for 33 years. No, every day, every year, every decade, there's been development of the relationship. And I want to encourage you today that as we go into 2021, that every day can be a day to develop our intimacy with the Holy Spirit, our understanding of Almighty God and our love and our submission to the Lord Jesus Christ that we develop in our relationship with Him. How do we do that? We hear His voice. We are led by His Spirit. We read the Word of God. These are things we've talked about for decades now. Why? Because we develop our intimacy and our relationship with God. What does it do? It gives us a confidence, gives us a strength, it builds our faith. It causes us to stay on the highway of holiness that the Bible calls it, on the straight and narrow, not going off to the right or to the left. Let's have a year this year where every day is a day on the right path. The Bible talks about a guy in the Old Testament, actually the cousin of Abraham, a man called Lot. And it says he, he just began to depart a little bit from the journey, from the straight path, and he pitched his tent towards a place called Sodom. He pitched his tent just towards it. He didn't go and, and hang out there, not at the beginning. He pitched his tent just towards it. And then a few verses later, it says he was in Sodom. And then a few verses later, he dwelt in the gates or he gathered in the gates of Sodom. So he actually became somebody in authority in Sodom. It didn't begin, and that was a bad city. It didn't begin by him arriving in Sodom. It's just a little diversion. Come on, let's know God this year. Let's keep our minds set on things, set on things above and not on things down here. Let's keep our emotions in check. Let's keep our will submitted to God. And as we know God, we hear his voice. Faith comes and in his presence there is the fullness of joy. There's so much as we spend time with Almighty God. He wants to give us, I believe, specific words as we walk through this year, as we live by his general word that's clearly in the Bible. See, some things it's just God's word to us and it's the principles of God. Other things it's God speaking directly to us. God wants to do that every day. Come on, 
Why don't you set your desire for God today at the beginning of this year? This year is going to be a year that I develop my relationship with God like never before. The third thing that I want to talk about today is this. For those who know their God shall be strong. The Amplified said will prove themselves strong. Said will stand strong. Very powerful expressions. I believe in being strong. The Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. You see, it's not humility to go around saying, oh, I'm just weak. I'm just a nothing. I'm just a worm. I'm just nobody. I need God. That's not humility. That's ignorance of what God says. He says, let the weak say, I am strong. He didn't say, let the weak say, I am weak. He said, let the weak say, I am strong. We covered last week about the power of sowing the word. If all we keep doing is go around saying, I am weak, I'm a nobody, I'm a nothing, then all we're doing is we're contradicting God's word. We're not giving the Holy Spirit anything to work with. He's not going to agree with what you're saying. You see, as we turn around and we say, it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. As we identify with the Holy Spirit on the inside of us, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. There's so many scriptures about being strong. Strength comes from the presence of God. Strength comes from our relationship with God. I'm not talking about a self-strength. I'm talking about because of who he is on the inside of me, I can with a confidence and a boldness declare, I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You may not feel like it, you may not be experiencing it right now. You may be saying, you know what? I'm wiped out. No, come on, please don't speak that out of your mouth. Don't agree with your feelings. Don't agree with your circumstances. Agree with the written word of God that says you are strong and that God in all his strength lives on the inside of you. Declare the verse we've been reading. Because I'm a child of God, because I know God, I'm strong. Ecclesiastes 5.3, great, great scripture. I preached a whole series on it a few years ago. It says this, for the dream comes through much activity. The Bible talks in the, um, you know, different examples, parables about the hardworking farmer. It really says we've got to put some effort in to our Christian life. It's not just casual case, sarah, sarah, and God, you just do something and I'm just going to hang around here till you do something. No, it's come on. As we saw last week, you sow, you put your life into something, you, you stir up. The Apostle Paul says, I struggle with that incredible power of God that works so powerfully on the inside of me. I cast aside the sin and the weights. It's a different passage, but you get the, the picture. He said, I treat everything else as dung for the sake of knowing God and the power of his life on the inside of me. Friend, I want you to commit today to being strong. Not in your own strength, but as we draw strength from our relationship with God, never underestimate how powerful that spirit is on the inside of you. It says in Proverbs 24, in verse 10, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. I don't want to have small strength. I want to draw strength from God so in the day of adversity, I don't faint. Now, the good thing is there are other scriptures that says, you know what, if you pass out, 
you need to get up again. And even if you pass out seven times, you fall over seven times, get up again. It's not over just because you think it's over. You can arise again. And perhaps you think last year was a year of being flat on your back. You just felt like you had no strength and perhaps you fainted in your day of adversity. Friend, it's a new day today. Every day is a new day in God. Even though it might be overnight, there's tears. Joy comes in the morning. God is always the God of a new day. And as we've stepped over into 2021, even if you think my strength has been small, friend, I want to encourage you today to be strong and be courageous. There was a day when Joshua was called by God to go over into the promised land. His day had come. And there'd been 40 years in the wilderness, 40 years going round and round and round in the desert. He had believed God to go in 40 years earlier, but because of everybody else complaining and moaning, saying, we can't, we're too small, we can't do it. They're like, you know, incredible giants. We're just like tiny little grasshoppers. And they robbed, really, the kingdom of God for 40 years. They should have been in there, in the promised land, but because of their mentality, staying small, we can't, God can't, they stayed in the desert. But there was this man called Joshua. He had a friend called Caleb. And they both had this same spirit, really, this same attitude. And God said, you're going to cross over today. You're going to put your foot in the promised land. And as we put our feet into 2021, I'm not saying it's like the promised land, but come on, let's walk by faith. Everywhere we step our foot, God's going to give us by faith in Jesus' name. Everything you put your hand to is going to prosper. Come on, when God leads and God guides, why don't you step out of the desert and into the land that's flowing with milk and honey by faith, laying hold of the promises of God for your life. But you know what God said, or somebody said to Joshua, God said nine times, be strong and courageous. Nine times, either through somebody else or directly as a prophetic word into his own heart. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and very courageous a couple of times. Be strong. If we were to turn to the book of Haggai, again, God stirred up the heart of the people and said, be strong and work. The Bible says, through faith and through patience, we inherit the promises. It says, don't be like a lazy person, but be like a believer who through faith and patience inherit the promises. As we go into 2021, let's be people who work hard. I'm not talking about, you know, that we're out of faith and we're just trying to scrape by and we're just trying to, you know, grasp with our fingernails. I'm talking about let's put our faith to work. Let's work hard. Let's focus our faith in our relationship with God, with the things of God and whatever God gives us to do, whatever he puts in our hands, let's do with all our heart, with all our soul and with all our strength. Let's not be apathetic believers this year. Let's not be casual believers this year. Let's not be people who say, oh, you know what? The world's just falling apart and I'm just going to lie back and God can do whatever he wants. No, come on. Let's fan into flame. Let's stir up. Let's be the Joshua's and the Caleb's. Cross over and let's be the people who know their God and go on to this next one and do great 
exploits. But before we get there, it says in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. We can come with a confidence and a boldness to the throne of grace every day. And you know what's there? Strength. God can strengthen the weak. He can lift up the head that's bowed down. God is a God of strength. You know, there's a faith that overcomes. There's a faith that moves mountains. But there's also a faith that endures hardship. You're stronger than you think. You can achieve more than you think you can. You may think I'm at the end of my tether and you know what, I just don't know what this year is going to hold. Let me tell you what it's going to hold. It's going to hold the anointing of God. It's going to hold the promises of God. And as we strengthen ourselves with might in the inner man, as we pray and as we believe God, whatever we put our hand to, come on, let's believe God for a breakthrough, just like King David did. You see, as we have faith that endures, it's either until the breakthrough comes or it's just to go through the thing in order to, you know, to develop faith and strength on the inside of us. But whatever happens, my friend, strength is our portion this year. The strength that only comes from God. The Bible says this, the joy of the Lord is your strength. So I could say, each time it says in the Bible, let's say to Joshua nine times, be strong and courageous. Perhaps I could say it like this. Come on, Joshua, be full of joy and courageous. As we go through 2021, let's have it as a year of joy. The devil wants to steal you joy, but he cannot. The Bible says no one can take away your joy. Why? Because it comes from that spirit of life on the inside. You may feel heavy, stir up the joy. You may get bad news, stir up the joy. You may get a bad report, stir up the joy. You may not know what to do, stir up the joy. You may feel like you just want to give up, stir up the joy. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. And as that strength is developed on the inside of us, we can go on now to point number four. We're nearly out of time but it's this, as the joy of the Lord is our strength and as we're strengthened on the inside, those who know their God shall prove themselves strong, will stand strong and will do great exploits. There is no restriction as to what God can do in us and through us. Great exploits. Jesus himself said this, You'll do greater works. So many times over the years I've preached on the, the things in the Bible that are greater, all sorts of expressions. As we go into 2021, I'm going to stir us to believe for great exploits. See, so often we think about things that we're going to receive. And at the back of the hall here, we've got a dream wall. And over the next few weeks, we're going to be putting more and more dreams up there. People believe in God to receive great things. And we're going to stir that up this year. We're going to say, come on, dream big, pray big prayers, think big. But I also want to stir us for this. Let's pray big prayers about what we can achieve, not just what we're going to receive to do great exploits, to see people come to Christ. Is there not a cause? To lay hands on the sick and see them recover. Is there not a cause? To sow generously into situations so things can break through. Is there not a cause? You see, there is a cause of Christ on the inside of us. 
and for that cause of Christ, for the kingdom of God to forcefully advance in our generation, in our community, to see God move powerfully on our behalf. You know what it's going to take? It's going to take a stirring in the body of Christ for us to stand strong and to actually do something. Not to just believe something or to receive something. No, it's to do something. We're those who do the word of God. In fact, there's a number of things I've got down here to do. We're doers. We're not just believers. We're not hangarounders. We're doers. We're people who sow our life and our energy into situations. What's the first thing we do? We do the word of God. We do the word of God. And the greatest word, I believe, is this go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature and whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Come on, church, let's be those who do the word of God this year, who preach the word of God. We've turned that into let's share and have a conversation. And that's right. That's how we apply it in our daily lives. But come on, let's be those who preach the word of God who speak the word of God into the lives of the friends and the family around us. What else do we do? We do faith. We do faith. I'm a believer in the spirit of faith. I believe that as I speak, the mountains move. So this year, let's not just believe in faith. Let's actually do some faith in Jesus' name. Let's sow seed where we need to see a breakthrough. Let's lay hands on people and dare to believe that God's going to move by his power as we lay hands on them. They're going to recover. Come on, let's be those who do faith. What else do we do? We do prayer. We do prayer. Christians pray. So let's, let's be those who do prayer. Let's pray in faith. Let's pray in warfare. Let's pray in intercession. Let's pray in petition. Let's pray in supplication. There's so many different ways to pray. And we're doing prayer meetings this month. All the way through the month, we're doing prayer meetings online, here in person. And I'm going to encourage you to do prayer. As we start this year, let's be those who walk into 2021 in prayer. Let's not just believe in prayer. And when I say prayer changes things, everyone says amen. Let's be people who actually pray and put our lives into our relationship with God. What else do we need to do? We need to do humility. Oh, wow, that's an interesting one. I seem to see, and I'm sure we all do, so much arrogance and pride and selfishness around the world. People just wanting to, I don't know, to just develop themselves in spite of other people. And I believe in self-development. I believe in personal you know, development. But I believe this, that God resists the proud and he gives grace to the humble. Let's not be an arrogant church. God's given us a, a dream here. Absolutely, we have a, a vision from God to achieve and to grow. But let's, let's be those with a humble heart that say, God, your will be done in my life. I want all of you and none of me. Come on, let's be humble people. Let's live in a humble way. When somebody, you know, perhaps cuts in front of you in a shop or in a, you know, don't explode. Be humble and say, that's okay. When somebody, you know, says something hurtful or puts you down, I'm not saying that we're to be a doormat, but come on, we're not of those who, who get angry. We turn the other cheek. It's what the Bible says. This is Christian character. Let's be humble people. It's not about how we lift ourselves up. 
It's how we lift other people up. It's not that we put ourselves down, but we lift other people up. And as we lift other people up, you know what? God will see to it that you're exalted when and how he sees fit. You know what? A humble heart. God gives grace to the humble. What else do we do? Let's do more than necessary. Let's not have a scrimping year. Let's not have a, I'll just do just enough and that's it. No, we are not of those who just do the bare amount that we need to do. Just a little bit to get by. Come on. That word to prosper, you know, to excel, having an excellent spirit really speaks to me of this. Let's do more than enough. I love it when I hear people say, you didn't need to do that. Oh, you did so much. You didn't need to do that. That's the spirit of God. That's the values and the culture of Citygate Church. We don't just do a little bit. We do more than enough. Why? Because our God is an extravagant God. And as we go through this year, let's not just do the little bit. Let's do the more than enough. Let's go the second mile, not just stagger around with the first one. Come on, let's do more than enough. What else do we need to do? We need to do love. We need to do love. See, compassion is an action. It's not just a culture, a belief. The Bible says so many times Jesus had compassion and did. He had compassion and said. He had compassion and prayed. He had compassion and gave. It's the compassion of God which causes action in our lives. The world needs not just words of love, and I believe in the power of our words. It needs demonstration. The Bible says the world will know we are Christians because of our love for one another. In the verse we read just last Sunday about sowing, it says, do good to all, especially those of the household of faith. <clears throat> so important that we are generous people because of love towards other people. Let's be those who do love and not just pray for love. Oh Lord, pour out your love in our world today. Absolutely, that's a prayer to pray. But you know where the love comes out from? It pours out the heart of the church through demonstration, through involvement, through sowing seed, through being generous, loving, compassionate church. What else do we need to do? We need to do praise. We need to do praise. See, praise is not entertainment. It's involvement. Praise and rejoicing in the Bible are never attitudes. I'm praising God in my heart. I'm rejoicing in my heart. You don't find these expressions in the Bible. What you do find is we are to rejoice from our heart. We're to praise God from our heart and with all of our heart. See, these things are actions. To praise God and to rejoice means to do something in joy. It means to sing and shout and jump and spin around under a violent emotion. All these are scriptural things. The Bible says to, to, to clap. These are expressions. I still find it quite hard when you know, someone's known God for so long and they in a, a praise time and we're singing about how great God is and people stand there with their hands in their pockets and just sort of sing there and mumble. And I'm thinking, you know what, I wonder if it's a reality 
You have to forgive me. I know I mustn't judge, but I sometimes think, is it a reality? You're singing about how great God is. When I start thinking about how great God is, something starts to stir on the inside. I start to be thankful. I start to say, God, I didn't deserve this and you did it anyway. I spoke and you moved that mountain. Lord, I thank you for the times, even in 2020, where you healed me or you set me free or you did something just just in the most amazing way. Your favor upon my life and something starts to stir on the inside and I start to get a bit louder and things start to happen. I get animated and I start to want to clap and shout and dance. Why? Because joy starts to flow. Come on, let's take joy out from the basement and put it on the top shelf. We are to do praise this year. I'm going to encourage you to clap and shout and jump and run and leap. Oh, but Pastor Jay, that's not my personality. Well, whatever your personality is, the Bible says with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your strength, praise God. With everything in me, bless his holy name. I could spend all day talking about praise and worship and I'm just talking about we need to be people who do stuff. We need to do the word, do faith, do prayer, do humility, do more than enough. We need to do love, do praise. And finally, as we're in this verse, we're to do great exploits. I'm going to encourage you with this, to do the impossible. Oh, but how do I do the impossible? Because the Bible says all things are possible to he who believes. As we walk on, as we run into, as we fly into 2021, I want to declare this. All things are possible to he who believes. Nothing is impossible with God. For those who know their God will be strong, will prove themselves strong, will stand strong and will do great exploits. Perhaps you're at the stage right now, oh, I just want to get through the next 12 months. Come on, let's stir it up today. I don't just want to get through the next 12 months. I want to do great exploits in the next 12 months. That can be here in church. That can be in the business that you run. It can be in the family you're part of. It can be in in the thing that you're developing in your life. Come on, the Bible says do great exploits. These signs will follow those who believe. Lay hands on the sick, they're going to recover. I want to stir the whole church right now to have a year of laying hands on the sick. Come on, stir it up. Let's believe God for great exploits this year. As we cast out evil spirits, as we pray for people to be set free, as we pray for God to be glorified in us and through us, come on, let's be the people of God that it speaks about here in Daniel 11, that we know our God that we draw strength from him and stand strong and that we show the greatness of God. We believe God, we declare the word of God and as a result of what we do, great exploits are accomplished for the glory of God in the name of Jesus Christ. And I want to hear everybody say amen this morning. We've been talking about the people of God. At the very start of this sermon today, I talked about saying yes to Jesus Christ. Friend, I want to ask you, just really simply, really clearly, at the very start of this year, have you ever received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior as a personal decision? I'm not asking you if you've been to church or if you're a good person or a kind person or a generous person. 
Have you received Jesus Christ as Lord? Is he your Lord and Savior? Have you developed that relationship with him? Does he mean everything to you? The Bible says, love God with all your heart, your soul, and your strength. That's not a religious thing. That's a real. It's reality on the inside of the Christian. Friend, if you've never said yes to Jesus Christ, I'm going to ask you to pray a prayer with me right now. We pray this every Sunday, whether we're here or online, and I'm going to ask you to repeat it line by line. Friend, if you're here and you say, well, you know what? I have said yes to Jesus, but it's gone cold. I'm that person you're talking about praising God with my hands in the pockets and just nothing stirring. Come on, if that's you today, why don't you give your life to Jesus Christ and say, God, will you fill me again? I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer line after line as I say this. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you that you love me. Thank you that you've demonstrated your love by sending your son to die on the cross to give me life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. I receive you now as my Lord, my Savior, and my friend. I turn away from the way I've lived apart from you. And by the help of your grace, and your power, I will never be the same again. I receive eternal life. Amen. Friend, if you've prayed that prayer, the Bible says you are now a Christian. You've received Jesus as Lord. He's knocked on the door. You've opened the door and he's come into your life. You're filled with the Holy Spirit. The glory of God has made his home on the inside of you. You're the temple of the Holy Spirit. So many good things, the Bible says, happen straight away when you receive Jesus as Lord. The Bible says now you've crossed over from death to life. I want to encourage you to develop this new relationship that you have. I'm going to encourage you to get a Bible. You need to read your Bible. Be involved with a church somewhere. If you're anywhere near Citygate, we'd love to see you um, either online again, of course, but here in person as we, as we go through this year. But friend, either way, God knows the thoughts he thinks towards you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you, give you a hope and a future. He's got plans for your life. Come on, let's all spend the rest of this year developing our relationship with God, stirring up our passion for God, stretching out our hand and doing great exploits for God as we do everything we can to help make other people's lives great and introduce people to Jesus Christ. God bless you, have a great week, and I'll see you next Sunday.